Alrighty, we're back. Episode five of the Uppercut Podcast. Um, I'm here with Jeff and his cousin on the other side, Mikey. Mikey's going to be joining us today, coming um, to the Uppercut team. We're very happy to have him. And yeah, we're just going to be reviewing the um, Adesanya Cannoneer card. And then we're going to be previewing the Fiziev versus Rafael DeSanos uh, card coming up on, is that Friday, I believe? Yeah, Saturday. Friday. Saturday. Saturday. So, yep. Saturday. So yeah, um, let's get into it. Um, first kind of fights that we want to talk about, we're just running through the card real quick. Um, Julia Stoliarenko, I know I butchered that name, but she broke Jessica Rose Clark's arm in a submission pretty brutally, pretty quickly. That was pretty rough. What did you guys think about that? Yeah, that was fucking rough. I love Jessica Rose Clark. She rocked her, too. She always does this shit. She will rock someone and then just give it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's it's very disappointing. And she just got off of an injury, and now she has to rehab yeah. another one. It might be done for Jessica. <laughs> it's not looking too great. And she, she was promising, too. She has, like, very – her stand-up's phenomenal, honestly. Mm, for sure. <laughs> she, she rocks people so many fucking times, but she just always gets caught. Mikey? I just thought there was – I mean, was there a better way to start 276 the no. part of the year? I didn't think there was any <laughs> better way. It was like storybook. It was almost like Dana White wrote it, broke that girl's fucking yeah. heart to open the car. And cart. I feel like for some Unreal. reason, every pay-per-view start, it always finishes, no matter yes. what. That's very it's always fair. a finish. Yes. No, I agree with that. That was that one. Um, it was just like intense because there's no real way, like, especially when it's the first fight, there's not a full house yet. So it's a little bit quieter, kind of almost yeah. like the apex. And you just like she broke that shit quick, though. It wasn't, it's not usually usually you arm bar them, and it's like sometimes they can hold it off, but she it was like three seconds and it was a bad yeah, break. like butter. It was bad. Oh. Yeah. It was tough. She got tied up tough. Um, next fight we want to talk about um, Jessica I versus Macy Barber. It wasn't like Macy Barber just was faster, better. Um, Jessica I ended up retiring after that fight. Uh, did you guys have any thoughts on that one? Nothing too spectacular. Yeah, it was under domination by Macy Barber, honestly. Yeah. But I think she's really promising coming up in that division. She's super tough. She's very solid on the feet and on the ground, honestly. She's got a very well-rounded game, which I think she can be a contender in the future. Hmm. Couldn't agree and more. She's, she's also so very young. Sound. Yeah, she was. She looked she looked real she looked real good, real quick. Um, yeah, just very technically sound, like you said, Mikey. Um, yeah, I mean, like I've said this countless times on here when a fighter is just a tad bit quicker than the other one there's there's just nothing you can do like if if you're just a little bit slower you can't hit the other fighter and you just get pieced up you can't defend yourself that's really what happened Jessica I um props to her for not you know getting KO'd and for staying awake but tough to see her go but yeah it's smart her like you don't want to take too much damage so yeah there's not really much to talk about on that fight it was very Mm one-sided fight the next fight I'll be honest with you I zoned out through a good portion of this, the Uriah Hall versus Andre Munez fight. Um, Mikey, what did you think about that one? I mean, I'm with you. I kind of zoned out. It seemed like a meaningless fight for even their weight class, kind of yeah. a snooze fest, too. I, mean, I hate to say that, too, because I like Andre Munez, but it, it didn't show much, either of them. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a whole lot of utter domination by grappling by Munez. Right. And, yeah. 
Yeah, that's especially from, comparing to the last fight Uriah had with Chris Weidman, where he snapped Chris Weidman's leg oh, in right. half on a check. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Well, it wasn't anything like that. I mean, it's it was just one of those high level grappling fights that um the real the real real diehards probably were really into, but mm-hmm. it's not really my style that I, I uh, am super interested in. But yeah, it was tough to see Uriah Hall. Um, he's he's been around for a while. Tough to see him take another tough loss but at least he didn't get like too damaged um yeah so andre mooney's by unanimous decision that brings us to our next fight another unanimous decision that was brad tavares versus uh dreykus duplessis duplessis ended up pulling out the win um what did you guys think about that one yeah this one i kind of zoned out on i don't know where i was but i ended up missing this one yeah mikey yeah yeah uh wasn't the best fight in the world to watch but i I think Dreykus has got to have a bigger name fight coming up. I mean, he's 17 and 2 in the MMA. I mean, that's not obviously his whole UFC record, but he's only 28 and he's 17 and 2. He's got to fight either, I would say, Andre Muniz, Kevin Gaslam. He's got to have a big fight coming up soon. He deserves it at this point. Dana's got to yeah. give it to him. I agree with that. That Gaslam fight would be really fun to watch. Um, yeah. Let's look good in this. He, 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 he hit like a ton. He threw so many strikes through 222 total strikes landed 123. So not a great landing percentage. Um, uh, Tavares was a much more efficient on, he, he threw 167 landed 98. So, I mean, Duplessis eked out the, uh, the unanimous decision win. I, I agreed with that, but yeah, it was another, it wasn't as much of a, uh, snooze fest as Uriah Hall versus Andre Munez, but it, it was, yeah. it wasn't anything extremely exciting. Um, this next fight though, Ian Gary versus Gabe Green, it went the distance, but holy shit, this was a brawl. These these boys were throwing. What did you guys think about that? Yeah, Ian Gary is the fucking truth. For <laughs> sure. Ian Gary, For he's fucking a dog. Sure. <laughs> His combinations are so deadly. And it's like it's like not even the first punch is like just a little subtle weak jab that he sets it up with. He sets it up with a hell of a fucking jab. And he will rock you off that first punch and then strike and destroy you. Yeah, he he was throwing hard. He was they were both were. And Gabe Green has got a head of steel, dude. He just was yeah. taking that. I swear, I thought he was out on his feet a couple of times. He was just getting pieced yeah. up. Um, what uh Mikey, do you what do you think about Ian Gary? Do you think that he's gonna have like what do you do you know or what do you think about who he could fight next potentially? I mean, I think he's got behind, like, Sean O'Malley, maybe Hamzat. If you're a mm-hmm. UFC fan, he's got to be the most marketable fighter. Like, he's yeah. – you can't not love yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, he hyphenated his last name for his wife's last name. He beat <laughs> Darian Weeks. He comes on, beats Gabe Green on a huge card. I mean, he's got to get set up with a big fight next. It's only fair to him. Yeah, hopefully. He's so marketable. He's so hopefully. marketable. Everyone loves him. Yeah, and Hopefully I mean, we see him on that McGregor comeback, too. That's what I'm two on the same card, for sure. Possibly in Dublin, fucking crazy. That would be perfect. Um, and I think like you see it a lot with the Australian kind of New Zealand areas where they've been taken over the Russians to to a lesser extent because they're a little more divided. But the the New Zealand uh, Australian guys they can take over cards. Um, and I would love to see that like with Irish with the Irish fighters if they could get a couple of Irish uh, fighters in, especially for that Dublin card. Like you mentioned, Jeff, that would be fucking awesome. Ian Gary, he had a great performance. And it's not like Gabe Green looked bad either. Gabe Green looked real solid. Um, I wouldn't mark, I wouldn't like 
knock him too much for this fight because I think he can really do some damage still in the UFC. Um, I'm a big fan of Gabe Green. But yeah, this was a great fight. This was, other than the starting fight, this was the one, this was the first kind of fight that really started it going. Next fight, unfortunate. Uh, Jim Miller submitted Donald Cerrone. Does that make him the most win? That made him the most winningest, right? Or yep. Uh, yep. yeah, yep. So yeah, um, and then unfortunately Cerrone retired. I mean, good for him. He said it, he didn't love the sport anymore, and you don't want to see him take unnecessary damage. He's he's made his money. He's he wants to be a movie star. Fucking go for it. I love Cowboy. I don't know who how you can't. Um, it's just tough to see him go. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, it's. I mean. It's not like it wasn't coming. It it was yeah. definitely coming for some years now, honestly. He's yeah, had some brutal sure. fights recently. Yeah. And, yeah, it's sad to see him go, but it's honestly for the better. So, it's honestly sure. very bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Mikey? Yeah, it was nice of Jim Miller to give him his moment of shine in the end, too. I don't know if you guys saw, but he, like, kind of waved off the announcer, gave him a couple minutes to talk, give his retirement speech. That was nice. Nice that to see cool. you, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. Jim Miller. He seems like a class act. Um, honestly, I thought Cowboy might have pulled this one off. It, he just got caught like in the transitional move, and it it he got yeah. caught yeah. in the submission. But it looked like he might have. Um, I think because he landed the head kick, and then, mm-hmm. but uh, Jim Miller hit his off leg that was planted, and it made him fall. And then he just he just like kicked Jim Miller very hard in the head. He didn't block that at all. Hit him right there. Yeah, it fell on top of him, and then was able to grapple him into a submission so tough to see but at least you know no one got too damaged and you know cowboys getting out at a good time i think as as you said jeff it was probably getting to be that time for him and uh yeah the next fight uh brad riddell versus jalen turner like a 45 second submission there's really not much to talk about it was just a quick ass submission what you guys think about that jalen is another fucking he's the truth also Dude, he's going to be something serious in that that lightweight division. Is so stacked. Mm. And now we got another young fucking, oh, just dog in it. Dude, I can't fucking wait for. There's only one scheduled lightweight fight, which is this one coming up. Mm. And yep. then other than that, there's no scheduled lightweight fights in the top ten. So I can't wait to see these matchups that get made because. Everyone in the top tens is fucking killer. They're all killers. For sure. They are. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, there's really not much you can say. It was 45 seconds. Um, Mikey, did you pull anything from this fight? I mean, the only thing I could pull is that Jalen Turner maybe should break the top ten after this fight. I mean, you're reading yeah. who's behind him or who's in front of him. You got Dan Hooker, Connor, Armand. They're all Ooh. coming off losses. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe he's a little too young, doesn't have enough under his belt yet, but he's got to be moving up here soon to top 10, you'd think. Yeah, you would think, yeah. especially with how quick he was able to submit Brad Riddell, who's like, I mean, he's he's newer as well, but he's no, he's like, this is not, this wasn't like an easy fight. I mean, although he's not at not all Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I think maybe those other guys that you mentioned are it's just because they're a little bit bigger names right now that they're probably getting ranked ahead of him, but he's definitely due um, to be boosted in his ranking for sure, especially with a performance like that. He had a great performance. Um, and he's next fucking fight, huge for that weight, too. God, yes. like, God damn he it. towers over everyone. He's like James, he's John Jones-sized. He's huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm pulling up. He's 6'3", 155, which is absolutely ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm 155, and I'm 6'1", and I'm, like, skin and bone. So, 
The, he's two inches taller than me. He weighs the same amount. Like it's ridiculous. He's got no body fat on him. And uh, yeah, he's just that, that, um, that length is perfect for jujitsu. So he's, he's, and he actually had an injury going into this one and he still fought, still dominated. Jeez. I didn't even know that. What was his injury? Oh man. I, uh, it's okay. I didn't mean to, he, said it, on, he said it on aerials. I completely blanked out. I forget. That's okay. I put you on the spot there, but Something yeah, no, that, is, he, it was the left arm that he got him in the guillotine and, or in the, yeah. In oh, the wow. Guillotine and, yeah. It was Jeez. his shoulder. I know it was that. Jeez. What, what, yeah. These, these guys Same. are just animals. They just don't feel pain. I feel like at, at some point, or they just enjoy it. I remember I asked Petrosky like how he dealt with it and it seemed like he felt it. He just would, he's like, Oh, some days are worse than others. And I was like, what did that, how did like, I don't understand where you go mentally <laughs> just to absorb it. But yeah, I mean, that was a quick fight. This next fight sucked. I hated this way, the way this fight ended. Um, I personally thought, like, I was getting really annoyed with Pedro's just consistent leg kicking. It didn't seem like he was interested in engaging, which is fair because you have to be careful with uh, Sugar Sean and his, um, you know, he can knock you out in like v- many different ways. So you can't like yeah. overly engage because he's got such a diverse uh, way of attacking and striking that you don't know how or where like the strikes could be coming from. So I understand like being a little hesitant, but he just didn't seem like he wanted to engage at all. What did you guys think? Yeah, he did seem a little timid and them leg kicks were just getting checked and checked and checked. Like Sugar said, dude, that might've been what fucked him up. Yeah. Those leg kicks kind of like, him getting beat when he thought he was going to fuck up Sean's leg and his leg getting fucked up and in return, it kind of like messed him up in the head. And I kind of think it got him out of there. So when that eye poke gave him an excuse, he took it and ran with it. Yeah. So Mikey, did you think that eye poke was legit? I mean, I know it's that he fractured his orbital bone, I guess, but um, I don't know from uh, now, granted, I don't know shit, but like we watched those reviews pretty clearly. It was like, that i mean it looked legit but it looked like he had some backstage antics too like he was trying to say something to sean after the fight like if it's legit i mean it's not how you go about it and like jeff was saying it's a little ridiculous too that the refs like almost tack on points for sean checking his leg kicks like does how does that even make sense yeah it's not really damage to him yeah i don't i know it's it it Uh, does the scoring is a little weird i don't know enough to argue much about scoring but i know that like yeah, I don't understand scoring in favor of like chair, like in favor yeah, of leg kicks in general are just very hard to score. Yeah, they right. can they can literally land everywhere. Yeah, and it's, it's worth on the body that a kick can't land. Exactly, and it's worth right. noting that um, Sugar Sean has issues with he like I don't know what exactly he did to his ankle, but he did injure it before. So yeah. that leg kicking is like that's kind of not what he was looking for obviously because that's kind of the one thing that that one loss in his career happened with the injury in his ankle so you know right. he doesn't want that to happen and it's just such such a letdown because sugar sean is one of my favorite fighters and to um i was just really excited for this fight and the fact that it was just a no contest um on a yeah. silly eye poke was just a pain in the ass that was a real letdown um real tough but at least like no one's record got messed up over it because sugar sean comes at 15 and 2 that doesn't look great i mean it's not bad but it's just like it's not as good as like a i mean i guess a 16 and 1 would look better but yeah it is what it is 
Hey, um, the Sugar State Athletic Commission said he's still undefeated. There you go. <laughs> that's all that matters, really. That's all, all, all we're, we're keeping track of. So, yeah, um, that is a tough fight to watch. And unfortunately, it was unfortunate how it ended. But next fight, Robbie Lawler versus uh, Brian Barbarena. Wow, dude. I didn't even know Lawler was out until he was out. Like, he he didn't show – he doesn't grimace when he gets hit. He just gets hit. And he, he has yeah. crazy chin. But Barbarena – I thought he was going to lose this fight. Lawler was all over him. Lawler looked to be better. And then it was just like that. Barbarina got shot in. It clean, it like um, you, you saw it in Lawler's face uh, very minimally, very minimally that like maybe he was a little bit yeah, shaken. Yeah, you and saw then, it in his eyes a little bit. Yeah. Barbarina yeah. said you saw his eyes roll back and it was yeah. over. It was over. You can see that killer instinct come in and he's just against the wall. And he's just nailing his head and then he was, and then they yeah. called it. So. I don't know what happens for uh for Robbie Lawler next, but that that was tough because he was he was dominating that fight and then Barbarena flipped it on him uh with like in the second round. So tough to see. But yeah, did you guys take anything away from that? What do you guys think about Brian Barbarena? I know Jeff thinks he's a little weird. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I mean, I'm shocked Robbie didn't call it quits after that. I mean, I thought yeah. that was it for him. I was sure his gloves are gonna come off and sit in the middle of the ring. I thought it was it. I'm shocked. I'm yeah, shocked he's still gonna go for another fight. Me too. I thought yeah, the same thing because we already had seen two retirements this card. I figured he might as well keep up with the theme. And he's he certainly has proven um, more than enough that he's one of the toughest fighters of all time. And he's got one. Of, he had one of the best chins of all time. And um, you don't, you don't want to see a guy take unnecessary brain damage. I don't think he's going to be contending. I don't I, I, unless he thinks he is. But I, I don't know. Like he's 29, 16 and oh, that's that's over 40 fights. I mean, that's a lot of damage that you take and those the 16 lot, like he's had all time brawls too. Like the one where his like lips falling off and shit like that. Like, yeah, he's, he's been in some all timers that have severely damaged him. So I don't know why he didn't retire. Like you said, Mikey, he should have, I mean, in my opinion, but those guys, these guys are crazy. They don't think like normal people, they are insane. Right. So that I mean, he's probably just extremely competitive. That's my guess as to what it is. Do you guys have any final thoughts on this fight? Yeah, it was an absolute fucking brawl. It was sweet, honestly. That's yeah. how I want want to see every fight. Honestly, Me just po- <laughs> yeah. pocket fucking boxing in a fucking yeah. phone booth. Nothing's better than that, dude. Just awesome. two motherfuckers wailing on each other. It, perfect it, it, fight to put on two seventy six. Two perfect but, fight to put on this card. Yeah, as you were saying, I'm surprised it's not Robbie's last though. He put a lot of mileage. On that Matt, yeah, so many fucking sure. brawls like that that he's been in. Yeah. How, yeah, I don't know how brain functions, honestly. I don't know either. It's it's <laughs> hopefully he can get out before he does anything too bad, but I don't know. Yeah, he seems to be one of those guys that'll die in the ring. So, yeah, hopefully he doesn't come to that. But next fight, Alex Pereira versus Sean Strickland. I love Sean Strickland, but holy shit, dude, that was. Um, <laughs> About like a minute and a half in, or sorry, 30, no, 24 seconds into the round, um, Pereira caught Strickland. And what stuck out to me was the accuracy after, so he knocked him out on his feet, he's falling down, and then Pereira hits him twice, like while he's on the ground, like falling, perfect head shots, like just com- perfect accuracy. Uh, Pereira's going to fight Izzy next, would, is, I, is what's going to happen. And that's, I don't know, I'm a little worried for Izzy on that one, but what did you guys think about this? This was a crazy fight, unexpected. Yeah, speaking of motherfuckers being the real deal. Yeah. Alex Pereira. 
is the real motherfucking deal, dude. He might be the champion. He, he might beat Izzy again, dude. <laughs> the Joe Rogan's right, dude. I see. I see why Joe Rogan fucking rides him so hard, dude. He absolutely does have nukes in his fucking hands for sure. Mm. <laughs> I can't believe it. And of course, me and Mikey were watching this shit together. And <laughs> as Khabib would say, a Russian link. Dude, <laughs> it fucking went out right yep. when he got knocked out. Our link, it was bad. It, <laughs> we yeah. had to watch that shit on Twitter, and I can't believe <laughs> Sean got destroyed like that. Tough, Mikey. And I'm with you 100%, Max. If they don't let him fight Izzy next, that is criminal. Someone needs to be sued if he doesn't fight Izzy next. I mean, who in the top five could even put up with Izzy right now? Prayer's got to be it. Yeah. He's beat everyone in the top five. It's got to be him. Yeah, he has a new blood. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think I think Dana's smart enough. Well, at, at least he likes – I mean, he's a, he's really smart. And he's smart enough. He likes money. Um, there's the, He's leaving a lot of money on the table not taking this fight because I think everybody and their mom wants to see this fight. And I think I, – I didn't realize how many people don't like Adesanya because I'm a huge Izzy fan. So I don't know why a lot of people hate on him. I know it's because he talks shit. but like, right here. What? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm not out of sound. Not fan. a big Izzy fan. Really? What not is it? Either. What is it? Because I, I, I mean, I, I can understand. Like, I'm not usually one that talk like is into fighters that talk a lot of shit. But to me, like, I, I, I just like Izzy because he has backed it up so far. But what, what? How come you not, not a big fan of him? I'm not sure. I don't want to say it's like his pre-fight antics, but that kind of goes into it too. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm not into it. I don't know. It just he doesn't rub yeah. me the right way. For some That's reason. fair. Some pl- some and fighters don't rub you the right way. That's just what it is. And it's not his fault, but he fights such weak, old competition sometimes, and his yeah. fights are so boring. His fights yeah. are so boring for main events. Yeah. I mean, that fight this past weekend was – you could have fallen asleep during that fight. It was that so fight, boring. Yeah, that one definitely was – yeah, I, th- I think, like, it's just one of those things where we can get into it a little bit later, but, yeah, it's just – it's tough. Sometimes he has some stuff where it's like, all right, this is a little boring, but he – I, and the reason I liked him is he was throwing stuff that I'd never seen before. And he was kind of the first guy that I really got into. I'm also a huge Sean Strickland fan. And unfortunately he talked a ton of shit at that press conference directed <laughs> mostly at Izzy, but also at Pereira a lot. So, I mean, he yeah, took his loss as good as he could. Like he, he handled that like a, like a man, like I respect Sean Strickland even more after this loss because he talks a lot of shit and he just continued to talk shit. And he was like, just explain what happened. And, I, I I love Sean Strickland a lot and uh, tough to see him get KO'd, but you know, sometimes that has to happen to get your head in the right spot because he was talking a lot of shit. So, you know, tough to see. Do you guys have any final thoughts on this one? Nah, not really. I I still can't believe Sean got knocked out like that. I, that I was, was shocked because that guy has a chin. He's one of those guys that like you you see in a street <laughs> fight and he's like covered in blood and you're not really that surprised. And then it's like the next weekend he's yeah. got black eyes and he does it again, you know, stuff like that. What? We should have just went straight in and shot on him. No, don't even give him a chance to stand with you. Alex yeah. Pereira is too deadly. He is. And he couldn't um, have played this out better. I mean, he went from dude. unranked to six to a title <laughs> fight probably within three months. He couldn't have played this out better. No, it not definitely was golden for him. No, he could not have. So and was, um, Yeah, big kudos to Sean because he was the only person in the top ten who would even agree to this fight. Yeah. And he yeah. was number four. 
Exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah. Good. I appreciate you shouting that out. Cause that's important because, um, that's, that's, that's an important thing. Like Sean didn't have to take that fight and he did, he should, he was, he was like, Oh, I'll put my money where my mouth is. So I respect him a lot for that. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it's tough to see someone you like get knocked out, but I mean, Pereira's Pereira's the real deal. He's got hands that, uh, he's knocked out people with good, good chins. So, and for those of you that don't know, um, Pereira has knocked out Izzy twice in kickboxing. So this wasn't with the UFC, but it was in um, two kickboxing kickboxing uh, promotions. And I went back and I watched the first one. The first one looks like Izzy was kind of winning that one and then got a little carried away. And then Pereira got him with a shot and KO'd him. But I didn't, I didn't go back and watch the second one. So I don't know um like how legit i mean he just got he's just got these crazy right hands and left hands that put people to sleep so um there's always just going to be a knockout potential with Pereira when you fight him so you got to keep him at a distance um let's get into volk versus holloway this was this was tough to watch because it was so freaking one-sided like holloway's face immediately he gets cut above the eye and it's bad dude they had the entire in his eye just they were placing the entire Q-tip in his eyeball and then that, or not his eyeball, but his eyebrow. And then they would just Vaseline over it and then they would take it out. And then it would just start gushing down his face. It was horrible. Um, this is another one of those fights. Like we already mentioned um, before that, you know, the, 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 the one guy was faster and just a better striker. And I think I saw this comment. I don't know who it was, but it was like, I don't think like, I feel like it's like Volk is one in this and then like, there's a tier below him, which is just Holloway. And then there's a tier below those guys, but I don't think Holloway's definitely yeah. not better than bulk, but he's not worse than anyone else. If that makes sense. Yeah. The, he's in this weird gatekeeper spot that like a lot of the UFC is in it now. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what Robert Whitaker is to mm-hmm. middleweight. Yeah, for sure. Friggin', uh, what you call it? Colby is to welter. Yep. It's just this weird freaking gatekeeping spot i i don't know what's next for him honestly it's tough like what what do you is he's not going to go for a fourth there's there's that's a zero percent chance of happening he's lost three times this one was the worst loss by far of the other two he looked i mean he just had a chin but other than that like i don't know where his defense was at um volk is pound for pound best fighter maybe i think i like i think we were talking about that on twitter like just He's awesome. Yeah, like, I, I mean, three, I mean, three fucking ass whippings he put on Max Holloway in his prime. I mean, mm-hmm. he goes over Kamara for me after this for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never seen. Now, granted, I'm still like, I'm still getting into. Like, I'm still like only a year or two into watching UFC, but I haven't seen anyone as technically sound as Volk in all aspects. His takedown defense, Holloway couldn't even get him. Like, he has like, he's just trying to like pick him up and. Always bigger than him, and he's like he just like defends it so perfectly. Um, he's able to take punishment, give it out. He's got a good chin. He's just he's just awesome, and he's so freaking strong. You can't get him on the ground, and he he throws perfect. I, I like. There's not really much you can say. He just throws perfect. He's kind of reminds me of a uh, Shevchenko a little bit in terms of like he's just so yeah. good that like people get bored with him sometimes just because yeah. he pushes people up. This was not a boring fight, but it was tough to watch. Like Holloway was not going to get knocked out, but he like he took a ton of damage in this fight he looked bad um i'm i i'm sure he went to the hospital after this this was you don't want to see anyone get pieced up like that but i mean he's got he's a he has a chin he's a warrior it's just i don't know what happens next for him 
who do you guys think is like the number one contender for Volk after this? Um, Emma, it has to be, even though the UFC fucking sat him in the nosebleeds. Did you hear about that? No, what happened with that? <laughs> yeah, Josh Emmett went there thinking he was going to be front row, you know, number one contender and shit. Nope, they put him all the way up in the fucking cheap seat. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, the fuck Christ. out of him. So I have no <laughs> idea. I think I think they're going for Vulcan lightweight or a Volk versus Cejudo. Yeah, um, Mike, you got any thoughts on that? I had Cejudo or like he said, Volk going up to fight Charles. But my only problem with him fighting Charles is you're kind of just assuming he's just going to be Islam. Like, is Charles even going to be Islam? Yeah, to fight Volk. I mean, I don't even know about that. That's I'm fair. not sure. I mean, Islam is ridiculous. Islam is ridiculous. And the thing about Oliveira is I, I, I like him a lot too. But those fights weren't like they were. It don't, I don't want to say they were lucky, but they weren't like uh, they weren't like they weren't like this fight with um, like they weren't like Volk's fight with Holloway. Like they weren't one sided like that fight against Poirier. He just took his back real quick and got him like real quick. And it was quick and easy, but it wasn't like. He's not a very dominating fighter, and I could see him. I don't know if he could get dominated on the ground by Islam, but I could see Islam being the perfect opponent for him that could um, be a real issue to him. And I, I don't know. I, I like that point that you bring up, Mikey, that he might not be the champion. It might be Islam, and then Volk will have to make the decision whether or not he wants to fight him, which I personally, I don't know. I'd be interested in seeing that because um, Volk's takedown defense is awesome, but I mean, Islam's an elite wrestler. He, he, I don't know. Like, that's a that's an interesting matchup to me. What do you guys think about that? I don't think Volk takes it. I don't think Volk takes it. I think yeah. he'd rather fight Zahuda and fight Islam. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, think he I would a, if I was him. Me too. I think he has a better chance with Charles than Islam, honestly. Yes, I agree with that. For sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Fucking scary, dude. He's he's literally just Khabib, too. Yes. He I mean, do, he's so dominant. I mean, do you guys think that maybe they just let Charles fight Volk without fighting Islam? Like, is that a possibility? I don't know. Maybe, because – I mean, that really just seems like you're cheating too. Islam. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, because, like, would that be a title fight? Or, like, I don't I don't, I don't, know. I don't know how that would work. It, it could be. I, it, it, the UFC has a lot to figure out in terms of matchmaking. I mean, especially after this card, it kind of went all over the place a little bit unexpected. So they got a lot to work out with. Um, but yeah, this was, I mean, it was a good fight to watch. You just, it was perfect striking and they're in perfect takedown defense. If you ever need a class on that, just watch that fight. And then uh, yeah. you'll know a lot because Volk is as technically sound as they get really. So yeah, um, let's get into the next fight. Izzy versus Jared Cannonier. Yeah. So now we're talking about the main card. Uh, Izzy versus Jared Cannonier. Another one, it just wasn't that interesting of a fight. A pretty big letdown, honestly, in my opinion. Um, Jeff, I know you and I are talking about it. Maybe it, maybe it was worth sprinkling a little money on Cannoneer at the, because we thought that maybe he could have caught Izzy with something because he's so strong and big, but he really was not pressing Izzy that much. He wasn't. Yeah. He, he looked like a deer in headlights, dude. He, he was did. scared. He looked Honestly. scared. He, he didn't listen to his corner either. His corner was telling him specific things to do and he didn't do it. He just kind of kept doing whatever he was doing. Izzy looks sharp and as he always does. Um, I mean, not really much you can pull. I mean, Jared Cannonier didn't do much. Like, what did you think about that, Mikey? 
I mean, it was just weird too, because it's not his attitude. Like he is like a yeah. killer's attitude. Yeah. He killed my parlay. I had him, Ian Gary, Jalen Turner. He killed my Dang. parlay. Damn. And I, I liked him going in. I really thought his killer mentality, his whole gorilla thing was gonna like yeah. I mean, at least give him a shot. He didn't look good at all. No, he looked, he looked awful. Yeah, he looked awful. And he like Jeff said, we he he fucking looked scared. I mean. We, um, I mean, that's funny that we all kind of thought he had a chance because I thought the same thing. Like, he's got that mentality. He's got the killer mentality. He's ready to go. You would think he'd be willing to, you know, at least make it dirty with Izzy. I feel like that's the way you beat Izzy is you overwhelm him with with shots and you get in the pocket and you trade with him and you don't let him do all of his flashy moves. You just – you because it takes a little bit to spin. As quick, as quick as it is that when he spins, like – it's not as quick as a jab is like, if you get in there and you just start piecing them up, it's not going to be able to like spin and all that. You, I mean, Jared Cannonier is a big enough guy where one good shot can put Izzy out. We've seen that he has at least a questionable chin because he got knocked out twice by Pereira. So I don't know what he was doing. And it, it seemed to me like he wasn't listening to his corner and that maybe he just got scared. Like that's a huge thing. Um, or that's a main event of a, one of the most talked about UFC cards. I know Jeff and I are calling it like the best card that that there was coming up so i mean yeah tough like fight sure. week, international fight weekend for yeah. sure i mean but then again can you you can't blame izzy you, you really have to blame jared because yeah. izzy he just he's in this dominant zone which a lot of champions get in like gsp at one point his fights got boring yep there was a point where khabib got boring yep there was a point where anderson silva got boring mm-hmm. yeah john jones even anymore, honestly yeah, Volk too. Yeah, there's just there's this point of like dominance where it just gets boring watching you dominate, and then you have to move up. But that, that's what I, like I'm scared like it's going to be like that with Volk where he's going to have to move up, and it's just going to be like Izzy when he moved up to Jan. Yeah, he just got got big bodies. Yeah. Yep. Um. Mikey, so where, what do you think is next for uh, Jared Cannonier? Where, where, where do you think? I mean, what does he do from here? He just beat Brunson. I mean, yeah. does he go fight Vittori or something and try to get back? To, I don't, I'm not really sure what he does from here. I mean, he's kind of older, too. He's, he's in a really tough spot, too. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's shown that he can beat Brunson, but like we all just said, he's shown he can't even hang with Izzy. He shouldn't even been in the same ring as him. Like, it was super embarrassing. It was. And I think you bring up a good point. Like Dana's not going to want to put him. I'm sure Dana was pissed at this. Like, I'm sure he was like, this is my main card and it's or my main main event. And it was sort of a flop. And it was purely because of Jared Cannonier because Izzy did what he had to do. Like Izzy's not going to go and overwhelm him because Cannonier has that knockout power. And if you start overwhelming someone, we saw that with um, Lawler versus Barbarena, like you, one shot could put you out and then you're fucked. You lose your title. So Izzy fought like a champion. He fought it smart. He didn't go too crazy. He didn't go like what happens is like people just start going nuts and start trying to land a KO and they get caught. And he just didn't play it that way. And Cannoneer was not giving enough offense to make it interesting. And I can't imagine Dana was very happy with that. I can't imagine that he's going to be offering Cannoneer another main event spot, um, maybe on a fight week, but he, he really fumbled the bag on this one. Like, like you said, Jeff, with international fight week happening once a year, like, this was a big fight and we wanted to see fireworks. We did not get them. And I know the fans weren't, were already a little upset because I mean, that Volk Holloway fight was good, but like the, the Pedro Munoz, Sugar Sean fight, like we wanted that to be big and that was already a no contest. So 
it, it was kind of tough to round out the card, but it was still a very, very great card. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was an interesting card. One of the most interesting cards we've had in a long time because it really like kind of fucked everything up. It kind of made everything go a different direction than what we thought was going to happen. And, um, yeah, this was just a great card. Next, we're going to be previewing the, um, Dos Anos versus Fiziev card. Um, I'm going to be just completely honest with you. I, I know Mikey and I talked about this beforehand. I, you, Mikey probably definitely knows more than I do, but I know only a couple of names on here. So we're going to let Jeff kind of run with this and Mikey, feel free okay. to add in whatever you want. But yeah, um, Jeff, what were some names that really stuck out to you? Because I know you um, know these fighters. Let's get it started from the top. Fiziev versus Dos Anos, going to be an absolute fucking brawl. I mean, Dos Anos, he has a track record of fighting absolute killers like literally the best of the best he's fought it and he's fought what welterweight through lightweight like yep. he's just fought everyone it's ridiculous and he's got a fuck he's probably got the sweetest stash in sports since fucking <laughs> joe flacco rocked the Fu man too dude <laughs> that thing is sick <laughs> fucking him and randy johnson there you yeah, go <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> but fucking and Fazeev, I mean, there's a reason why Bobby Green says that motherfucker does steroids. That <laughs> dude is fucking ridiculous. Did you good? see the midsection kicks Fazeev was throwing at Bobby Green? Those are some of the loudest blows I've ever heard. And they were just kicks to the stomach. They were oh, insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they looked like Joe Rogan's animal. <laughs> yeah. Dang. <laughs> Literally. Um, so if we were to so do, do you think um it's worth betting Dos Anjos coming in at a plus 180 underdog, or do you think you, you think it's Fiziev pretty, pretty handily? I think there's, I mean, Dos Anjos isn't a bad pick for the underdog. Cause I do see a way that he just like makes it a grind fest and just dom like tries to control him on the ground. But I don't know. I think Fiziev's just, I think he's another level of animal. It, I I really think he's going to show something crazy this week. Yeah. Mikey, you have any thoughts on this one? I, I would love to see Fazeev win and then fight Jalen Turner would be my next oh. matchup for him. He needs – I mean, two young guys need to come up in that division and make some noise. That division's getting a little boring, so for them two to fight, I mean, Dana White would have to do it. Yeah. Probably I, won't, but – yeah, be good you know, for the division. He does his own thing, but yeah, no, that's that would be an interesting fight. Um, all right, so I'm excited for that. That's that's gonna be awesome. Uh, Jeff, who's the next person? I know Saeed Nurmagomedov. I don't know if you want. Yeah, to is there any? Is that? Yeah, let's jump into that one. Yeah, Saeed's gonna be an absolute animal, like always. Yep. Uh, Mikey, I think we actually watched his last fight. It was on the Naganu yep. card, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. I got Saeed yeah. by a mile. Douglas Silva isn't bad, but uh, Saeed's gonna be way too much. Yep. He's so unorthodox, so he's going to be so overwhelming. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Saeed. I, he's, he was the one that I knew coming into it. I watched his last fight on the uh, Nganu card as well. He's just – he does that – um the thing that not a lot of – not everyone does, but, like, you know how when Khabib wrestles and he just takes his head and fucking rubs it right in your face. I love when they do that because it's just so annoying. And, yeah, he's he's a fucking animal. I I, I agree. Um Bet, betting him i'm definitely going to be taking him at, he, he, even though he's a minus 340 uh favorite i'll probably chuck him in a parlay with something but yeah i'm a, I'm a big fan of saeed um he's khabib's cousin right uh no he is actually not oh he's not related uh, yeah the namurga made off that just fall is the one that's umar 
Umar is. Yeah. Got yep. it. All right. So Umar Saeed is. Saeed actually trained. I'm pretty sure he has the same management as McGregor. Oh, and really? Khabib actually doesn't like Saeed. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah, I think. I think. Huh. I did not know that. All right. Well, yeah. that's interesting. Um. Well, yeah. So Saeed, anyways, like he trains under under Connor, which is super interesting. That could explain um aspects of his unorthodox style. Um. Yeah. So this is this is gonna be a great fight. Hopefully, I'm definitely gonna be sprinkling um Saeed in some parlays and uh. Yeah, we're, I'm excited to see this one. Jeff, who's your next uh, fighter that's going to be sticking out for you? Um, I mean, the Ricky Turk, Turcos and uh, Zabib, that that one's going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. I, I also – I really like Trayshawn Gore. <laughs> I really loved him in tough, and I think that fight's going to be pretty good. I think Trayshawn's going to show off. Yeah, Trayshawn Gore, um, as we were talking about this before um, – Andre Petrosky, the fighter we had on before, he's he's friends with Trayshawn, right? Yep. Nice. So yeah. So obviously we love Petrosky. He was he was the uh, first and only fighter we've had on here so far, and um, so we're gonna be we're gonna be back in Trayshawn. Um, comes in at a minus one fifty underdog, but yeah, we got to back the boy. Um, going back real quick, Michael Johnson's on this card. He just fought. Oh yeah, shit! I forgot. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he fought like what two weeks ago? Last week, something like that. Not long ago. It was no. just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was not very long. He had a great win. He comes in as an underdog against uh, Jamie Malarkey. I've actually heard of Jamie Malarkey. I don't know much about him. I've just heard his name. Do you know anything about this, Jeff or Mikey? Yeah, Jamie Malarkey's actually a pretty good fighter. He, he just fought another pretty damn good fighter. Yeah, he's, last, he's but... just, like, decent all around. He's, like, a decent yeah. wrestler, decent striker, but he's not, like, he's not a specialist in any any regard. So you think um, if I would say Michael Johnson could be, do you think that maybe he's worth sprinkling a little because he comes in at a plus 200 underdog? Maybe he's worth sprinkling a little something on him or do you think it's that, that you wouldn't touch him? Yeah, honestly, I like him. I would say. Yeah. I, I was that, the big knockout win recently. I, I like it. I mean, if you if you grabbed a Saeed and a um, Michael Johnson parlay, maybe throw in Fiziev or something that's not a bad parlay right there uh, michael johnson not has, at all it has potential to ruin that for you but um it, he would ruin it by match six so you could you could hedge out with other bets and fix it up so i think i, I think that might be the parlay the play for the pod maybe um but yeah that I, i'm a big fan of michael johnson especially after that last fight um he looked real sharp real good and i like what you mentioned mikey that um malarkey's just decent all around that he's not a specialist well to me johnson has is pretty elite in some aspects of his game. So maybe he can use that to his advantage and um, pull out the win. But I think the reason he comes in as the underdog is because he just fought not too long ago and um, he's getting up there in age. He's a, he's been a longtime veteran and he was coming off that losing streak, even, even though he did just get a win and he looked nice. Um, I'm sure that Vegas has taken into account his uh, losing streak. So I, I kind of like this as my underdog play. Um, is there any other fights on this card that you want to talk about? Oh, uh, the baby Shevchenko, uh, the little sister of Valentina. Want to talk oh, about yeah. Yeah, we got little Shevchenko fighting. She, I, I mean, she's promising, but I, I don't know. She's, she's, I'm pretty sure she's coming off of a loss. And yeah, she is. She, ha- she hasn't shown very much, mm. honestly. It's been just a last name getting her in here. And we also have Amanda Nunes' wife fighting. Yes, yeah. fresh, off a, fresh off a pregnancy, she's coming back in. So that's crazy. Um, just another, just 
it shows again how UFC people are just a different breed. They're completely different animals. They, they I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like some people are fully recovering after pregnancy, but she's gonna go and fight. So that's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, this is gonna be an awesome card. I like, I like when there's um UFC fight nights like this, and I don't know a lot of the fighters because after watching the card, you learn a lot more. And it, it, the, yeah. it seems to me that the the last couple of fight nights have actually been really awesome, and sure. uh, I've been really into them. So. Yes, thank you for coming on, Mikey. He's going to be, uh, he's part of the team. So he's going to be on with me and Jeff a lot more often. And uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be recording um, another episode reacting to the Dos Anos versus Fiziev uh, UFC fight night coming up on this Saturday. So uh, thank you guys for coming on and we will talk to y'all later.